Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hey, Mike Ryder here. Welcome to another moment with MJ. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We trust you are doing well as we are, and we appreciate you joining us. We had an awesome discussion going last week about the difference between the lying spirit and the familiar spirit and some other discussion involved with that. So we wanted to restart where we cut off last time or where we quit last time. Yep, we're going to pick it right back up, and here we go. So they speak a vision of their own minds and not from the mouth of the Lord. Uh, they are continually saying to those who despise me and the word of the Lord. Okay. They are continually saying to those who despise me and the word of the Lord. Or is the voice you're listening to mocking God. Is the voice you're listening to, whether it's, it's a friend, whether it's... Not, are you mocking God? That's what I meant is, is the voice you're listening to. Is it mocking God? Is it making a mockery of it? Does it basically take the sacrifice that Jesus made and treat it as common and unhallowed. And you'll find that in Hebrews chapter 10, okay, starting in verse 25. Can that's I say a, something else? That's a place we don't want to go, folks. Go, girl. Well, we just had another situation. Of course you can. This is, this is just as much yours as mine, sweetie. We had another conversation with a client, or uh -huh. we were talking to this client, and happened to have a family member with him. Mm -hmm. And whether you think this or not, a lot of the current environment that is on television or would be considered entertainment tears down fathers, tears down family, and you can find yourself doing that oh, yeah. or your children doing that where they are not respecting their parents because they learn so much of disrespect on the right. information that's coming into their eye gate yep. and their ear gate. Mm -hmm. So the family member, young child, made a comment that was derogatory, what we thought would have been derogatory towards the fatherhood of her dad. And so we kind of just jumped in and said, you know, your dad's an awesome dad. He's a right. good dad. He's he's um, built him up. Got lots of wisdom. And mm -hmm. we just kind of made a couple of three affirmation statements of yes. the father which I think is, is good. Mm -hmm. But I think what we're talking about or what I wanted to make an, uh, a picture of is to be aware of what you're listening to yes. and taking in and that it may color or influence what you speak out. Yes. And then we need to, need to watch that. Yes. The great man of faith, Smith Wigglesworth, he was, it was reported that he never read anything except the Bible. And he would not read a newspaper or anything because he did not want to taint what the Lord was telling him. And we would be, you know, you kind of hate to say that because you've got some really good stuff out there that you can read, that you can listen to, that is going to be very helpful. Yes. And that's what we're endeavoring to do. But I guess the long and the short of what both of us are trying to say is be very, very, very selective on what you listen to. Even if it is, quote, godly. Correct. And that's, that's music, that's prophets, that's teachers. It does not matter what. That's why we are so strong and are going to continue to be strong on encouraging you. Know your word. Get it into your heart so that when you do hear things, when you do say, oh, look at this person who's talking about 
something that looks like it would be appealing in a godly manner and you start listening to it and you're like, breaks. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So that's really good. So, yes, I will get uh, back to verse 17, Jeremiah 23. They are continually saying to those who despise me and the, the word and the word of the Lord. The Lord has said, you shall have peace. And they say to everyone who walks after the stubbornness of his own mind and heart, no evil shall come upon you. It's another key. Are we willing to submit to what God wants to say to us, even if we won't like the answer? Right. Once we get to that place, then our hearts are moldable and pliable, and we have surrendered ourself and our will completely to his direction. Mm-hmm. And then he can lead us. And we always know that whatever direction he leads us is always going to be good. His word has so many promises. Can I read oh, yeah. the word that, or can we do the word that God sure. gave the other day? Sure. I believe it's from the Lord. This was from, I think it was 10.20 p.m. on 10.19.2023. So this is what I heard. I heard, go get your pen. So I got my pen. This is where it started. Be ready. You are currently not ready for the battle ahead. You need to tighten the belt of truth and let my words reign over and in every situation. Do not doubt the power of my words. Keep digging through the scriptures and study. No, and seeing Mm -hmm. study. Much fear will be released in the time ahead, right? Yep. Brother against brother, sister against sister. You are truly never alone, so don't think that you are weak or will be taken over. Remember what I have said about using your weapons. Do so. You must use all of them. Weapons of truth, dignity, purity, pleasant words, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Compassion needs to be in that list also. Miracles, signs, wonders. Ready, set, go. Go. (laughs) You know, that's awesome because if you look at the first part of that, you're not currently ready for the battle ahead. You need to tighten the belt of truth. Where do we find that in the Bible? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14, when when, when Paul is talking about the armor of God, all right? Stand therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins and having put on the breastplate of integrity, moral rectitude, and right standing with God. And for me, it was really important that God said again to get into the word and to know the word and to see the word and to study it. Yes. Which I just felt was, well, I felt like the word was kind of strong when I first got it as far as like, we're not really ready right now for what's going to be released. Uh, Especially when he talked about the fear that's going to be released and brother against brother and sister against sister. And that even meant to me, you know, it it could be my, or not, well, maybe not necessarily mine, but it could be mine as far as my brother or my sister. But it also could be people that we think are brothers and sisters in Christ. Bingo. So I think that is something to kind of look at Mm -hmm. because like he didn't say whether it was 
a physical brother or sister or right. whether it was a brother or sister in Christ. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at both of them and so much right now is being being said in the church circles that really is causing individuals to to kind of come against one another. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And we want to be sure that we that Ick. we are that we are putting God first. Yes. God's word first. Mm-hmm and not opinions or not lying spirits that are working through individuals in the church. Right. And then go back to, go back to your word, mm-hmm. uh, sister against sister, brother against brother. You know, that reminds me of the scripture word where the, uh, Jesus is told, Hey, your mother and your brothers mm-hmm. are looking for you. And he said, Jesus replied to them and he said, who are, who is my mother and my brother, and then he held his arms out, and he said, was looking around the crowd, and he said, behold, my mother and my sisters and my brothers, mm-hmm. right? So that holds a lot of water scripturally, what you receive from the Lord. So absolutely. Okay, let's finish up this in Jeremiah, and then we need to get to the definition of a familiar spirit. Correct. Okay, so that's what we're going to do here. They are continually saying to those who despise me in the word of the Lord, the Lord has said, you shall have peace. And they say to everyone who walks after the stubbornness of his own mind and heart, basically being one track mind, this is what I want to hear. I don't want to hear anything else. Okay, no evil shall come upon you. For who among them has stood in the counsel of the Lord that he should perceive and hear his word? That goes back to what you said earlier about is that person walking in holiness? Is that person living a holy life before the Lord? You know, right. and on the outside, we may not know that. Right. But you will know the tree by its fruit. Correct. Okay. For whom, this is verse 18, Jeremiah 23. For who among them has stood in the counsel of the Lord that he should perceive and hear his word? Who has marked his word, noticing and observing and giving attention to it and has actually heard it? Okay. Do they really take the time to hear the word of the Lord? Or like the scripture says, are they just prophesying out of their own mind? Hmm. Okay. So it's something to be very careful of. And that defined is the lying spirit. Now what we want to do is get into the definition of a familiar spirit. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 31 in the King James, regard not them who have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards, to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amplified Bible says this. Do not turn to mediums. Okay. Those who pretend to consult the dead. Right. Okay. Or to spiritists who have spirits of divination. Do not seek them out to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. A familiar spirit scripturally would be defined as someone who seeks to consult the spirits of the dead. This is supported by the scriptures in First Chronicles where Saul consults the medium to raise Samuel from the dead. Right. And Samuel basically said, "My, what are you doing, man? My message hasn't changed. God rejected you and you're going to die today. It was like, you're a dead man. Okay. And he didn't change his mind. Uh, and in Isaiah 19.3, where the Amplified Classic Bible defines familiar spirits as mediums or those who consult the spirits of the dead. Okay. So, we had uh, a friend that had gone to um, like a psychic, 
Mm-hmm. And part of the conversation was like a family member had died. And part of the conversation that this gal shared with this friend was that, you know, something about why the death occurred or why the death of somebody else occurred. And it was just, it was very, it was kind of a weird feeling, definitely. Oh, yeah. But the, I guess what I want to be sharing with is that you need to really be careful what you might get into when you're doing something like that. Oh, yes. Because even like this witch of Endor was able to contact Samuel Mm -hmm. and Samuel was talking. Mm -hmm. The psychic was more than likely talking to this individual that was dead. So it's not like this can't happen. Right. So you need to, you know, God is saying, don't go there. Right. Don't do that. Right. So I guess my, I just wanted to say that it's, it's a real thing. Oh, it is. You know, it happens and it can happen and mm-hmm. to stay away from it. Yes. Because that's exactly right. Because we need to understand it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And God is very clear on that. When he says in Leviticus 19, he says, regard not them who have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by right. them. Yeah. Okay. So we can't force anybody to do anything, but we will strongly recommend that if you are a believer and you are doing that type of thing to stop because you are very much opening up yourself to a, a demonic a defilement. Yeah. Yes. And a demonic influence. So at this time, I also would like encourage you, teach you to ask forgiveness for that mm-hmm. uh, endeavor and to plead the blood of Jesus over you and to clean, you know, just speak over a cleansing of your body from any unclean spirit mm-hmm. and get that out in the name of Jesus. Right. Second uh, Corinthians um, 11, 12 through 15. Um, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church about people that are coming against them for what they're doing, okay, for preaching the gospel and things like that, and that they're doing it for personal gain and and politics and all this other kind of thing. They're just really throwing all kinds of stuff at them based on what Paul is saying, okay? Uh, I'm just going to read this, and we'll kind of wrap this up by by saying this at the end just as another cautionary measure. 2 Corinthians 11, 12 through 15 in the Amplified, but what I do I will continue to do, for I am determined to maintain this independence in order to cut off the claim of those who would like to find an occasion and incentive to claim that in their boasted mission they work on the same terms we do. Okay? For such men are false apostles, spurious counterfeits, deceitful workmen, masquerading as apostles, special messengers of Christ the Messiah. Mm. They're masquerading. And it is no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light, so it is not surprising if his servants also masquerade as ministers of righteousness, but their end will correspond with their deeds. Okay, that to me is, is just another flag saying, hey, this is how you can know the tree is by its fruit. Right. And to be cautious because not all that glitters is gold. <laughs> okay. So, you know... We, yeah, I I think we can just say with that, we can just say just kind of concluding this discussion with be very cautious. Know the word. 
know the Holy Spirit, know what you're getting into and what you're dealing with, because we need to be extra careful, especially in this day and age, just like Jesus said in Matthew 24, take heed that no one deceive you. I do want to read just a tiny clip. We're going to drop an article down in the, uh, um, in the description. Mario Murillo put out an absolute barn burner of an article here just a few days ago. And, um, Part of it is, and it was dealing with the, uh, the false prophet, um, what we would consider lying spirit type of thing. Okay. Okay. And Mario said this, it's time to shift the blame away from false ministers and prophets to false audiences. When you read that, I was like, oh. <laughs> Matthew 24, 4 says this, and Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. It is now your responsibility not to be fooled. The people you love need you to be a Christian, someone who's preparing both themselves and you for the storms of head, storms ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's mostly the long and the short of why we are um, putting this one out is just oh, uh, an encouragement mm-hmm. to really just really be careful be very cautious of what we hear and what we take in. That's good. So, yes. Amen. Thank you so much. Leave your comments down below. Shoot us an email. The email's down in the box in the bottom. We'd love to hear from you. Go listen to last week's. There was a couple of really awesome comments in there. Uh, give those a read and then tie all this together. Know that Mary Jo and I care about each and every one of you. We're praying for you. We, we love you and we bless you and thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much.